very good Wednesday morning to you. I hope you're doing well today. It's very cool here in supposedly sunny southwest Florida today. At least I think so. And I think Jennifer does too. She's wearing three-quarter sleeves and all that kind of stuff. So might as well be in Indiana is here because it's been cool the past three or four days. Needs to warm back up. But maybe it will. Who knows? Anyway, I hope you're doing fine. We're all here. We're back. Everything seems to be working, and that's a good thing. And that's exactly what we want for things to work. It takes a little while sometimes, and but we're here. We've had a real good week. Nothing really outstanding happened. I finished, well, my first phase of the big project of the big directory for alumni convention. I've finished a alumni directory and had 1,360 records. It was a big, big, big job. Took me over a year, but maybe it's because I'm too slow. Don't know. But we got it. And otherwise, other than that, nothing outstanding's happened. I've been installing software and doing new things behind the scenes at the Legend. We're going to have some new promo soon and a few other things, but can't talk about that just yet until it actually happens. So I'll turn it over to Jennifer. Is it cold where you're at, Jennifer? Uh, yes, I'm freezing. <laughs> it's, oh, I think it was supposed to get in the upper 40s last night, and it's only supposed to be 71 today. So yes, I'm still cold. My hands are even cold. When you get this far of southwest Florida, it's usually pretty warm. The lows in the 70s, not the high, but that's the way things go. So what's going on with you? Oh, well, things have been pretty pretty quiet. I'm still making smoothies and trying to find a new combination of fruit. We tried something a little different today, and we seem to be gotten used to that now. Yeah, I got an alarm on my system that my blood sugar was high, so I went and checked it real quick, and it wasn't at all. So I don't know <laughs> what was going on there. But I thought, well, maybe that new smoothie didn't work the way we wanted to, but I then I then it was okay, so I don't think it had changed that much or whatever the deal was, but it was it was okay. So it was a little sweeter because I put this this combination has um strawberries and pineapple and uh mango or kiwi, I forget. You're getting to and be the smoothie I... queen, aren't you? Yeah, I'm getting so I like I'm like making them now, finding different things to put in them. Try sweet black cherries. Um, some of the stores sell that in the frozen fruit section, you know, like where they're already froze or whatever. But sweet black cherries and banana is awesome. Yeah, we put banana in there, just a little bit. One banana, get your what potassium and all that stuff. And I think she even, good gracious, me talking about this, and you even put some protein in there to make it, make it a little more filling in it. Makes you well, the, go ahead the banana really does what it does too. Is, and you know, don't overdo it or anything. But if you put banana in there, it kind of puts a little sweetener into it. You know, yeah. it makes it a little sweeter. Yeah, it does. So Jenny will be asking you. She's looking for a blender for Indiana, but she doesn't really want the fancy swoops of the 
What's that one from? Vitamix. Vitamix. You don't want to take a a big thing in and to kill a fly with that, you know, you, I don't know what would be the best, but. I want something strong enough that it can crush ice and won't have trouble with the frozen fruit, but not. Yeah, that's the problem sometimes, like when you buy, you know, especially the cheaper, <clears throat> the cheaper blender blenders is that it won't do justice to the ice. And I mean, you know, especially now these days, since a lot of the blenders are making, you know, touch or, you know, or whatever uh, that I mean, and I know, like I said, I've always said the Vitamix might be a little expensive, but man, it, it does the job and then some. Maybe more than what you need. So, anything else yeah, going on? Yeah, but you don't buy a you don't yeah. buy a mainframe when a desktop will work. Yeah, yeah. But, so, anything else going on, Jennifer? Oh no, not really. Just I read a really good book, and we had a pretty good book talk, and get lots of new people. And you still keep it busy with those thing. utility bills, Jen? Yeah, I still have some of them. They've had all kinds of trouble getting their act together. They updated their payment system, and they've been slow. And some days I'll get 20, and some days I might not get any for a while. Yeah, they're not doing so well. So, Ed, you pick it up and let us know what's going on in your life there in Lima, Ohio. Yeah, that is Lima, Ohio, Ed. (laughs) Is that where Um, they make those beans? You know, I, I used to think that when I was a kid because I would eat lima beans, and it's like, I bet these came from lima. And, of course, then I later on learned differently, but I always thought about that whenever I ate lima beans. Um, good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day, and um, hopefully a lot of people come up here today to talk. Um, the only thing that really went on that I'm going to be doing is I ordered, I finally broke down and ordered the Ninja Thirsty. And it looks like it has, um, I don't want to say push buttons, but you know, like where you can kind of feel. And I'll let everybody know next week because I'm supposed to have it by Monday the 26th, and I'll look it over and I'll let everybody know. Because there's only really on the Ninja, there's two settings that you have to do. Uh, that would be the fizz amount, whether you want no fizz, little fizz, a lot of fizz, whatever, and the glass size. And you do use a glass. You know, I mean, it's kind of like a soda stream, but with soda stream, you use their bottles. With the Ninja, you can use, you know, a glass or a mug if you want. So um, I'll, I'll let everybody know next week, though, um, if it is, hopefully it is doable. For that way, if blind people want to get one, they can. So, oh, hush. Um, my lady A just went off. Uh, so I guess that's about it. I'm going to go out today and get some screws to put up my a Tony smart lights. I finally figured out where they're going to go. So I'm going to put them up next week. Cause, and this is one thing I don't mind sharing, but I don't, I don't want to share with Jeff. We're supposed to be about 70 degrees for about a day or two next week. Oh, I don't, uh, uh, you, you already just shared it with me, Zed. No, I don't want to share that with you. I, uh, I'm going to keep it here and let you keep the cold. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty warm, so obviously I'll be, uh, you know, cooking out or something like that next week. Because then so. his poor hands would want to be, then they'd get chapped if he keeps that right. cold weather. <laughs> poor I, Jeff. Yeah, poor we'll, Jeff. We'll pick it up with Jeff, speaking of 
Poor little pitiful Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. Poor little pitiful Jeff had an experience this weekend, had to go to uh, pick up a replacement cable for my Shure MV7 microphone, a USB cable. And the USB cable is uh, actually the same cable that we would use to charge an Android phone. It's uh, it's a micro USB on one end and a USB A 2.0 on the other end. Not so true, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, it's not? No, they use USB C. Okay, yeah. I would love to use The older this. Androids did, though. Yeah, oh, okay. way older, way older ones. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I will tell you that if you have to use a USB micro, try to avoid it if possible, because those pins can get ruined. If you're not careful when you're putting that into a Think of a Victor it, Stream, it, yeah. It, I don't like those cables, but I, but that's it. So I go to Guitar Center, and, and I bought a stand for the microphone, and the guy said, well, this is how it works. He showed me how to put it together. It was, and then he wouldn't stop talking to me. We started talking about rock and roll groups that he liked and Genefist. We started talking about keyboards and uh, about uh, old old groups from the past that I liked, like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I think Tim can relate to this, and uh, P- uh, Peter Gabriel and some of the groups. That, and and uh, I wanted to be there for maybe 10 minutes. And a half hour, 45 minutes later, we're still talking. I said, well, i got to let you get back to work. He said, well, it's not that busy. And But I finally left, but we had a good time. And uh, the... Uh, the transportation system here has a thing called Flex. It's called uh, para- it's called bus on demand service, and I was yeah. able to get a, a bus from my house right to the guitar center. And going home uh, because Flex was a little backlog, they said, "Well, there's a 45 minute wait." So I said, "Well, I'll just take an Uber home." And I have Uber One, and it only cost me like eight bucks to go home. I wasn't wasn't complaining, and uh, it worked out okay. So that was that was my big thing going on this past weekend. And this week uh, this week uh, I think I'm going to go to Texas Roadhouse with my daughter. And my friend JR, I think we're going to do that and uh, enjoy. I think I got some, something in my mail that says I get a free appetizer, like a cactus blossom or whatever. I don't know what it is. Oh, but... no, you're a preferred customer there. They like you. No, they, <laughs> they, I guess they do. So that's all that's going on. And uh, and I know that Tim, some of the, the groups I just mentioned, I know Tim likes because he gets requests from Allison for Genesis and stuff like that. So that that's all I can say. Hey, does the new Victor stream, does it happen to do USB-C now or is it still the original? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is. Hopefully, it's USB-C. I know I mean, the hymns Apple player is. Yeah, the hymns player is USB-C. But I believe the Victor's Stream 3 is. Surely, to goodness, they've went to that by now. Well, if Apple can do it, they should be able to. So they took I'd Apple. Swear. They fought it till there was a lawsuit. There was some kind of issue that switched the tide on that yes it was the european union was the one that got on apple's case about not about getting rid of the lightning cable so that that's why they got the USB-C. uh if i remember correctly but you so. might as well have the lightning because they disable some of the features in the USB-C on the phone so yeah, that's not right well you know how that goes well they're they're very proprietary now everyone knows that about apple um but that that's certainly true um, it was like the other week, I started out with a task on my iPhone, had to finish it with the Android because the iPhone wouldn't check the boxes or do the stuff that needed to be done. So you do what you got to do. Use any tool in the box. All right, Tim, let's pick it up with you, buddy. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, beautiful weather here in Minnesota. I'm supposed to get up into the mid to upper 40s today, tomorrow. And then Saturday, a Friday colder, but then Saturday back to the 40s. And by Monday, they're talking maybe low 60s. Wow. <laughs> I, I feel so bad for you, Tim. If you have yeah. any snow left, you won't after that. That's for sure. 
Well, yeah, we, uh, we've gotten rid of just about all the snow here, so. That's a good thing. Well, Tim, the people who go skiing around here aren't too happy because we just haven't had a lot of snow. They have to make snow. And, of course, that mm-hmm. works, but, but people like regular snow better, better as well. Yeah, so. yep, yep. The same, same thing happened here. In fact, we had uh, oh, some kind of low bit snow or a cross-country skiing race, and they had to truck in snow from up north. <laughs> That's pretty bad. They got to truck it in. <laughs> I was always wondering how 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 much snow can you get in a semi? You know, I mean, yeah, it's probably a lot, but but then again, if you're talking about a whole trail, <laughs> that take a lot. Of it's kind of like how would you do that for melting? Yeah, one higher refrigeration. Yeah, yeah but you have to be careful to make sure it stays the consistency of snow. Yeah, it's kind of wasteful to me, but that's just my opinion because I don't like winter. So, <laughs> and that's why you're in Minnesota, right? Yeah. Well, right. I just remember two, uh, two weeks from this Sunday, our clocks go up an hour. That's yep. right. Yep, March 9th. That's such a waste of time. I wish they'd stop that. Well, that, that's one thing I wish the government would hurry up and do. I mean, I guess it passed. I think it passed the Senate. They call it the yeah, Sunshine yeah. Bill. Yeah. It passed the Senate, but the House has yet to pick it up, and I wish they would and make it so because the farmers really don't, you know, like it because it messes with their animals and stuff. Yeah, I so, wouldn't want to yeah. be a radio station owner with, without daylight savings time because they would lose a lot of, uh, of time on the air in the winter time. You know, so well, Jeff, but there's but not so much anymore. They have translators, so they don't. That's really not so much an issue anymore. With and AM stations don't make money anyway, usually, unless you're in a big market. But that's a whole different story. Anything else, Tim? Oh, just going to mention my countdown tomorrow is from 1981, and uh, actually, it looks like a pretty good countdown. Right. So, looking forward to that. Well, yeah. once you get past 82, in my opinion, it really goes downhill. I don't like a lot of it, but 80 and 81, 82, yeah. But when after that, I, you know, I noticed each year less and less. I listen to stuff. My what, my big year is the 70s. What year are you covering on Friday flashback, Bill? This year it's 196. This week it's 1962. We'll do songs from 1962, and we take a a deep dive in to some of the big hits of 62, and Chris is there with analysis of all these different songs and artists, and and of course the immigrants there, and we're all working together. That's a program that I never saw really coming together, but that one has really taken off. So if you like, we specialize in first-generation oldies from 1956 through 1965. So, and then we feature, kind of like Tim does, we take a year each week and feature those songs from that year. And with Chris, the immigrant, and, you know, several other panel members who are really good music experts, I just kind of push buttons and get out of the way. So, and Tim, you can play from 62, you can play his favorite song, because <laughs> my, my dad couldn't stand it, and I used to play it over and over again, was what? Angel Baby by Rosie and the Originals, and that came out in 62. Oh, that was uh, a bad song. I mean, did you hear yeah, his song I, completely I, come to it? 
Yeah. Uh, right at the uh, end. I was going to say yeah. that, uh, yeah, the, there were there were some pretty awful songs. And then the ones that I always think are funny is, uh, you know, the song Happy, Happy Birthday Baby. Yeah. Um, By the Toon Weavers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one hmm. ended real flat, and they fixed it on versions that they released later on, but... But it it sounded awful. At the very well, end. what about the other one? Um, now I don't know. I don't remember if it was in '62. It was a thousand stars in the sky? And if, if you listen to the end, the ending is at a different key, and you can fix that with a good editor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's with Kathy Young one. and the Innocents. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. That, that's another one. Right that way. So um, now it's uh, another thing I was going to mention real quick is I believe the Twins' first broadcast spring training game is Saturday. So baseball season yeah we do that like baseball spring. coming back yes 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 too bad we can't carry baseball on the legend i'd carry baseball <laughs> yes i would yes i would i'd carry baseball yeah I'd would carry you carry it. other teams or just your team probably just my team, well, your team occasionally is what, the Reds? yeah but then i might I'm carry other teams Hey, that's a, that reminds me of a really quick, funny story about baseball. I had my dad listen to the baseball game, and I was listening to it on an Armed Forces radio. And um, and uh, and uh, I had a regular, I had another radio listening to the game, and Armed Forces radio delayed the game, delayed the game by seven seconds. So I said, I said to my dad, "Well, Mickey Mantle just got a home run." And I, my dad said, "What are you talking about?" All of a sudden, he gets the home. How did you know? He didn't realize that I had a radio in my pocket listening to the Rank Yankee game on w, on WCBS AM in New York, but but he was listening to it on Armed Forces Radio, which means it was seven seconds behind. So, <laughs> Well, you never know. That is a good baseball story, but too bad we can't. We would carry some Reds um, and that kind of stuff. So it beats six or seven listeners on automation. You might as well carry some baseball, but we couldn't do it. But it's too bad because we would. Um, we certainly, w- I've never seen an internet station carry baseball. Have you, Tim? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I was trying to think if I've ever, I have Well, wait a second, your Odyssey station does, does the, well, who carries the twins in Minnesota? Well, actually, that's true. WCCO. Now, if, if you live in Minnesota, or if you live in that, in that area, you area. can get it on the internet, but if you live outside the area and they use it but based on the what they call the IP or the phone number of the computer, because every every computer has a, a, a distinct IP or phone number, they call or IP address. And so, like, for example, I can listen to the Mets and Yankees games on the internet, but if I move to, like, Minnesota and I tune to those same stations, I won't be able to listen to those, to, those particular games. Sometimes, right. if you start listening before the pregame starts, sometimes you can get by with it. Sometimes you can. Oh, Jennifer, how could you say such a thing? Yeah, well, that reminds me, I got some cord cutting news. And I, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this. Um, they're, uh, apparently, Paramount is going to merge, because Paramount is CBS, and uh, they're going to merge with Peacock, who is NBC. So the big question is, is how they're going to do that. Are they going to make like one big app and where everything is available on that app? Or are they going to have two separate apps or, you know, what they're going to do? But apparently Paramount is going to merge or 
Well, they've already agreed to. They're going to merge with Peacock, so that that ought to be interesting. See what they do with it later this year. By the way, if you if you, we talked about it, ESPN and Warner Brothers and Discovery, they're all going to they're going to make this super sports streaming channel, and they may get in trouble with the federal government on antitrust issues for that. So we'll have to so that to may or may not happen. We'll see. Well, but, it'll happen, but it, yeah, but a lot of the a lot of the uh, things like. Uh, it wasn't fire, but uh, one of the TV companies is suing them. I believe it was uh, Hulu or Fubo, oh, one of those two. Um, Fubo, I don't. Or, yeah, that's who it was. And the other, it's... and the other big news in the business sector. This is going to be interesting because Capital One just bought out the people who own Discover, and they're going to be one company. Obviously, they'll keep the Discover card, they'll keep the Capital One card, but. The difference there is that they they can get their people off the MasterCard or Visa networks, and that might cut down on our credit card fees. You know, the thing that doesn't make sense, and you know, I'm pretty sure everybody up here remembers, but remember back in the day, the government got involved and they um, made was it Ma Bell or whatever? They split her up, and that's how we got like AT and T and you know right. all these other companies. And now it looks like we're going back in that same direction again. Now it's with streaming. <laughs> services and stuff so you know i i just wonder how soon it'll be before they intervene again and say hey you know you i don't i don't because i mean right now technically we're down to just three major cell phone companies you know at&t verizon and t-mobile so i don't don't know just for your edification they say that the average streaming person or the person who streams pays an average of 77 dollars for the for per streaming service however that's I'm not counting the phone, the internet, or the or the other add-ons that you made because I certainly I certainly pay a lot more than that, and I and I know Tim and I both were talking about that yesterday. Right, uh, but, but you've the, you've sucked in that cable and you won't let it go. Well, uh, there's a reason behind that. I think I've told you about that, so <laughs> we we yes. won't talk about it here. But you know, yeah, yes, I I I can't get rid of the cable because of certain uh, certain things. Well, we'll see. But we, we can certainly can cheapen the cable. Go ahead. And a lot of the streaming services now are taking up what Netflix did, and they're starting to do that password, you know, where you can't share it outside your uh, your uh, IP address or whatever. Well, and I can one understand. Thing I, one thing I should say is if you are trying to cheapen your cable, be careful, because they don't always tell you when you cut out one service that it's going to cut out something else. Yeah, yep. that happened to me. This is really weird. I cut out a bunch of TV services, and it ended up cutting out my last call return feature. Oh, yes, that happened to me, too. That happened to that me, really too. That really made me mad. And you can't get it back. No, I mean, well, you can if you pay 10 bucks a month for it mm. extra. Or at least that's what Comcast told me. What that service is that? Last call return, or you know what I mean. Is that where like, you do like the star, star or whatever? Six, nine. Star yeah, six, nine. Okay. Yeah, they My have wife's it. Been wanting that. Yeah, they cut it out, and they have it here in Florida, but in Indiana they cut it out. So I hated that, and we've got to raise ten in a minute. We'll yeah, we have one. We just want to make time. a note real quick before we start with call. So you can reach us. Um, by coming in the Zoom room, obviously a lot of people have done that. So, you know, or you can call the hotline if you're not a Zoom user, don't understand technology, don't want to, can't, you know, you can call us at 317-886-1103. We'll bring you in 
and you can ask your question and talk. So that's 317-886-1103, and you can reach us that way because we don't want to leave anybody behind. We have some other changes coming up that you'll hear about later in the week and on those shows we mentioned. So of ways you can contact us. So we'll be talking about that too. So Jeff, I'll turn it over to you to Do you have a topic of the day? Oh no. yes, we do. We do. I'm sorry. We do have a topic of the day. Anybody that's went to a blind school will understand this one. You don't have to be necessarily at a blind school as you were growing up or whatever. So we'll extend it there. Can you tell me some of your worst food experiences and what some of the all-time worst meals were? So we'll be talking about that because the subject came to mind because we're going to what they call the last blast at our blind school. They're shutting it down to make a, it's going to be the blind school, deaf school combination. So it won't be as we knew it. It'll be total, total changes. And we're going there on March 23rd. So we'll be back in Indiana in early March. But that's beside the point. But that's what brought up this topic. What are some of the worst or best foods you ever had growing up at the blind school? Or we'll take that over to your public school lunches, whatever the case may be. So, Jeff, take it away. All right. Well, the first on our list is Connie Moni out in... um... Kalamazoo, Michigan, and good morning, Connie. Good morning. I just wanted to say two things. Um, when Tim is on Zoom, he sounds okay, but otherwise he he sounds lower than you guys. Okay, uh, we'll work on that, okay? We also and have bigger mouths, I didn't, probably. <laughs> I didn't see the record button. Oh, on what? You know how you have to acknowledge that? Oh, we're not be recording. Because not recording nobody's recording. I'm recording it separately. And so am I. So that's so why not, you wouldn't. We're not rec- using Zoom. We're not using Zoom to do the recording. That's why you don't see the record button, Connie. That's, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's you'll why. be sorry about it. No, not at all. Uh, you could be like some guy demand. I heard my jaw gesture. I don't know what caused or what happened, but wrote in a nasty note. You know about that. So you could. You're not doing that. So, okay. No, not a problem at all. Well, how's the weather in Kalamazoo today, Connie? Well, it's supposed to get up to 55. Well, that's nice. Honey, did that's you great. stay up all night and read the book? I did not, but I ended up back where I didn't want to be, so I'm going to have to sort that out again. Oh, no, you lost back your at the place. Beginning. Yep. Oh, no. Are you reading it in Braille, or how are you reading yep. it? Oh, well, you'll can probably... You if you can remember, like, a chapter, can you do a find command and find that chapter name? Maybe? Probably, yeah. Oh, that's aggravating when it does something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I, I used to, uh, well, when we had, uh, you know, the uh, the old books that they marked up from cassettes that they transferred mm-hmm. to the digital, um, I used to always put a bookmark where I left off. <laughs> So I would keep track of my place, but yeah. because those those were terrible to find your place. To. That's why I sometimes it's hard to do, but especially an audio book, I try to try to stop at the end of a chapter so I can remember the last chapter I read. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if you can do anything like that on Human Wars. Don't know, but Connie, with in the answer to Tim's, I believe Tim's running 
some something different where he's clicking the phone line on and off or doing something different that's okay. totally different than what we're doing. So I, okay. I believe that's what's going on. Don't I'm know. I'm using a wireless headset that has a mute button on it. Oh, and you can so hear it. Can... Yeah. Well, Connie, is there anything else you'd like to tell us? No, thank you. No. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Always good hearing from you, Connie. Thank you. Have a good. Connie Mooney has lowered hand. Oh. No, we got Gail coming up as soon as I can get her uh, unmuted. And when you get that ass unmute, Gail, just type, just hold the alt key down and hit the letter A. Hit the letter A. I hope I'm unmuted. I you think are. I Go did. ahead. Go ahead. Well, if everything is going well, I've been, it hasn't been that eventful. Not much has been happening. Wendy still comes a couple times a day. Uh, I did have to order my uh, guideline or, you know, the, the raise line checks because I'm not sure how far down. I don't use that many uh, in a month. I maybe write one for rent and, you know, if, if there's something. But so they last me a good long time. But other than that, well, my printer is now working fine. Everything is working fine now since uh, computer repair took care of everything. And has anyone ever heard of Kaspersky? Yes, yes it's, it's an a virus program. program. Don't use it. Don't use it. <laughs> well, um, it's too late. The funny thing is, I like the way I like the way the screen reader says it said Cas it said Casper Sky. <laughs> it's kind of funny the way it sounded. But anyway, other other than that, nothing else new. Oh, as far as I never went to the Braille school here in Minnesota, um, but we had for dessert we had something sometimes at the public school I went to called glorified rice. And I was told, oh. oh, just try a little bit. Just try it. Ugh, never again. No. <laughs> and that's about it. Well, they used oh, to yeah. make us eat some food, made us eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I still hate that food to this day, but we'll I talk about it. I think that's part of the reason I can't eat liver. Well, me, same way with me. The one thing I hate is... Uh, olives and this one uh staff worker there said you're gonna have to eat the olive i said i um i don't like olives i you know no you're gonna have to eat it i said well i guarantee you i said if you make me eat that olive i said you're gonna get it back and you won't you know and then i'm gonna be in more trouble no no you eat that olive and she literally put it in my mouth she got it back I uh, had a problem with Ms. Margaret at the New York Institute for the Blind, and she said, you will eat these these peas, and you'll eat that ham, and you'll stay until 5 o'clock. This was noon. At 4.30, I still wouldn't eat the ham, and I still wouldn't eat the peas. And my parents gave her a real hard time. I can tell you that right now, and she never did that again to me. So We so didn't have ahead, anybody Joe. to advocate for us. We just had to do it or else. Yeah. Had the same experience with sweet potatoes, Ed, that you did. And Joe, go ahead. Well, for me, it was liver and onions. Oh, uh, and also for me, it was also boiled potatoes. I hate. I don't like potatoes unless they're fried or mashed, and then the mash have to be flavored with garlic or something. But boiled <laughs> potatoes, forget it. I will not eat those either. Go ahead, Joe. Right. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, coast to coast and around the world. Coffee Club legend. Thirty-seven degrees. We're getting warmer weather here. What's nice up to sixty-seven on the thirty-seven. And since the actor's strike, good doctor 
came back yesterday on ABC, switched to Tuesday, and they let us know this is the final season for The Good Doctor. And it's so nice. Oh, that audio description. It is so marvelous and so cool in NCIS back on Monday. But as we know, the network television shows, the seasons are so short. <laughs> you could, you just, I'm glad you I'm, like The Good Doctor, Joe, because I, had, I never used to like it. And a friend of mine said, you really have to watch it. And I was watching it a few days ago. Um, and what a good show that is. That really is a good show. Yeah. Um, the, the guy who plays the uh, the guy, I think he has autism or something. The doctor is, he who, even, is Jeff, is he really autistic? I believe he is, but I'm not sure. I was told he was. I can't I can't verify that. But, but he does such a good job in that show. If anyone who hasn't watched that show, and it will be on reruns on, on the networks at some point, just, just watch it. Or if you have Hulu, you can... You can uh, also, I don't know if the, uh, all of you, if any of you are um, subscribers to LiveWire, but if you go... If you go go on Livewire and go to the uh, TV spot, I've actually seen there are episodes up there from the oh, past seasons. It's a, it really it's a it's a very thought provoking show. Um, yeah, it really is the, the one I saw and I happened to watch it. It was it was the, the guy the, I forgot the name of the doctor who who was a surgeon who, who is autistic who has that I guess unusual voice. I guess he was having an affair. He was going out with someone with his girlfriend, but he was also having an affair and he got caught over. He, he was very confused and very, it really kind of affected him, but it all straightened out at the end and he, he stayed with the girl that, that he's going to actually marry at some point. So, but it was just, just such a thought provoking show. That's, that's, that's the only thing I could say about that, Ellen. Is yeah. there any, is there anybody up here that subscribes to Hulu? Um, the reason I'm asking is because they have the good doctor on there and it's a voice, uh, you know, the voiceover is available on Hulu. I'd put that on for Kathy because she's been wanting to watch that show. So no, she's going to like it. You know, once she, once she starts, uh, you know, so anyway, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned that show because there was another show. I think the CW carried it. And I don't even know if it's on anymore, but they did have them on Netflix where you could watch. It was called In the Dark, and it was about a blind woman that had a, a, a C&I dog, and its name was Pretzel. And um, it, it was it was okay, but in some ways it kind of – I'm surprised somebody didn't complain about it because sometimes it kind of portrayed – you know, blind people as being luscious or slobs. And I mean, the way she was, maybe it's just because of her brash attitude or whatever. I don't know. But it's like, man, I'm surprised somebody hasn't complained about it. Cause... No, yeah. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Um, we had, well, that in our laundry room, they, they changed it out from the card system to where, you know, you can use either the app for the iPhone or um, or you can use your credit card. Well, now on top of that, they have a, a touch screen so you can make your selections. I, I needed help with that the other day and, you know, whatever. Is there a way that one could put, like, Dymo tape on, on your selections that you want so that way... You wouldn't have to ask for sighted help every time. There are two there are two ways to answer that. First of all, I don't know how big the touch screen is, and second of all, you may not want to use Dymo tape, but you might want to use what do they call those lope dots? Those uh, those uh, stick on dots, but they're not going to yeah, last. Those, 
The problem is everyone else is going to touch that touch screen. You want something that's going to last. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought too. And, and so what what you need to find out is if somehow you can build a template or a braille overlay that's clear that you can put on that touch screen. And even even so, I don't know if that's going to even work because sometimes depending on what menu you choice you choose on these laundry machines depends on on how things work. So yeah. You need to talk to management about how how to make it usable for you. I have the same problem with my security system in my apartment building. We were talking about that before all things radio a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, they, they use they, they have a key fob which is easy enough for me to use to get into the building, but if someone is blind and they want to get into my building using the intercom system, you have to hit the number 4 and then you have to hit the apartment number that I'm in. And then it will ring my home phone and my cell phone and I can either answer with the home phone or the cell phone and it, and you, you dial a, a touchstone digit to buzz the person into the the building. Yeah. So I I don't know enough about the touchscreen uh, but you may want to talk to your management and, and see if or talk to someone who works for the blind or an agency for the blind in Albuquerque who can look at it for you and say, this might be able to be fixed. Um, like, it's, like the te- it's like the template they made for the uh, GE microwave oven. I had a GE microwave oven that I had a, that had a template on it, and I, and, it was bra- and I put it on, and it worked fine. That I, All the things were brailled, and it worked out fine. And when I moved to this place years ago, Ellen, I had a friend of mine with had clear demo tape, and we and we made our own template and 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 and, and brailed the microwave up for the things I would need. So that those are the questions you got to find out. How big is the touchscreen? How sensitive is it? Can you can you can you put the the items either to the left or to the right of where you got to be and touch the screen? There's a lot of questions that you have to ask them to figure out that how to do that. Well, I I noticed the other like I said when I was there on Monday that the. Uh, it it looks pretty sensitive, so I'm not really sure. That, but they are working on trying to figure out a solution for me because there's a, I don't want to keep doing that, asking for help every time I have to do the laundry. I agree with Same you 100. It's just it's just not. I don't like that. You know, uh, Tim. What 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 what's the solution, Tim? Uh, have Joe do the laundry. Uh, that won't work because he has that won't work because he has less eyesight than I do. Hey Joe, I bet you could separate the whites from the colors, right? No, I can do that. <laughs> no, I'm just problem. being sarcastic. A little. No, Ed, Ed, Ed's being Ed. Ed you're, you're, like, you're like Mr. You're, Ed. No, I should say <laughs> it would it would be all right, Ellen, as long as you didn't have new clothes. Just make sure he doesn't wash new clothes. And, and, and I don't separate the color of the, uh, my clothing anymore. You don't really have to do that as much. So. Oh, no, I, I always do. I always separate our clothes. The one thing I would recommend, and this is the only time I'd recommend doing it, yeah. um, if you buy something new that's you know red, do not wash it with whites or you're going to have pink underwear. I did, <laughs> oh, I did that one time. I had, um, I had a red... I don't know how many people in here were are Dallas Cowboy fans, but I had a sweatshirt, and you know how that how you, it's the blue and the white and whatever. And then I read, did something with red. I washed something red with it, and the white actually turned pink. That's like, right. Yeah, but for some reason, I don't know what it is about the color red. But if you buy, like, a new shirt or whatever, it will bleed out. If you buy anything red that goes outside, uh, say, like, if you bought, even, like, your American flags that are red, white, and blue, for some reason, red will, um, it'll fade in the sunlight, and it ends up, so you have a a pink, white, and blue flag after a while, so. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, when you touch that touch screen, is it just fl is it flat? Or are there are there indentations or buttons that you can feel like? Um, no, in no, my laundry machine, there are little buttons that they're 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 under the touch screen, and you can actually it's not really a touch screen, but you can you can actually feel that. And so no, uh, it's 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 flat. No, they definitely need some help there. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, and, you need some help, and if you can't get help from your management, contact an agency for the blind who has a TBI, or I forgot what that stands for, but who might be able to help you figure out a way to work that machine, Ellen. That's all I can say at this yeah. point for you guys. We're, you know, we're, we're working on it, and what's funny is that the, when they put this system in, the, the people that run that, that, uh, that deal, <laughs> he, says, he told our, the assistant manager, he says, and all my years that I've done, that I've worked with this, I've never run into that problem before. Never run into somebody that needed that. I'm like, really? Wow. Well, I got, I got another solution, but of course I'm just joking when it comes to this <laughs> one. But what, where you guys live, do you pay your own utilities? Um, it's in it's included in the rent. Okay. Well, um. This is just a joke, so I wouldn't recommend no, doing it. That's but right. you, you could always tell them, like, hey, either get this thing, this issue fixed, or we're going to buy a washer and dryer that we can use, put it in our place, and run up your water and electric bill. <laughs> that would be good, but we don't have the space. <laughs> well, they, that, you know, they, that, that, that's a good, excellent, nice, humorous way. Cause you, you, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yes. You have to use humor through this stuff. Yeah, you do sometimes, but I really do hate it that everything, everything is going to touch screen. And that's that, well, you know what, Ed, that that's somewhat changing in automobiles. People are saying they don't want touch screens in their automobiles, and they want more buttons and switches and knobs to touch because they can't if they touch if they have to look at the touch screen, they're, then they're taking their eyes off the road, and well, so some of the yeah, car companies are changing. That's that's what doesn't make sense is that you know they're really cracking down on people using their phones while they're driving unless they use Bluetooth or something. You know, you can't look at your screen, but yet a lot of these, some of these cars, they got, you know, all touchscreens. So what do you got to do? You got to look down. So yeah. it's kind of like, but you know. You, you, did you just say also earlier, Ellen, that there's an app for these washing machines and dryers? Yeah, for they, right. But see, the thing is, we, oh, we've got, that's another thing. I'm not, I'm not app savvy, you well, know. I'm just not. Maybe, maybe you should. I'm, sh I'm sure that there's an association for the blind out there that can help you. Oh, I yeah, think maybe I, I don't think that that the learning how to use that app would be impossible. But I don't, I don't know what the app is, so I can't see it. I'll let you know that. Yeah. But maybe right. it's time. Maybe you can see if you can figure out someone who could show you how to use that app. That would well, make you make it even more independent for you. Is the app basically to pay, or is it to operate the machines as well? Both. Both. Oh, okay. So yeah, I would I would do what Jeff recommended. I'd see if maybe you can uh, get a hold of somebody to show you how to use that app because you know they could you know then you could do it you know then you do it. And, and you don't want Joe doing the laundry. He told me that yeah. he would rather sit at home watching or listening to classical music. <laughs> uh, uh, at least it's not the song "Classical Gas." No, I'm just, uh, Ellen, I'm just kidding around with you. I know, I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. Who's right, next? Here waiting. Thank you, guys. So I'm going to thank you, Joe. All right. See you later. Okay. Let me get the list up here. We got Beth Moline out in Minnesota, and then Don, you'll be next. Everybody's been requesting Beth. 
I've had two calls yeah, asking where Beth yeah, was. Yeah, we thought maybe that you maybe that you left town, but how are you doing, Beth? Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm at least I'm here. Last week I wanted to come on, and then someone called me, and to, I told them, "Hey, I was going to call the coffee club this morning," and I said, "I told you that last night." And, well, it didn't happen, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just I'm excited to know though that. People were asking. Yeah, there's three people I've marked down wow. that have asked about you. That and Julie. They want Julie back too. Yeah, so. awesome. Well, you know, I was thinking about something. I'd been, I don't know if I, I told you guys that I made some hats for my great niece Maya's classmates. She was in third grade. I gave them some Vikings hats because there were a couple of boys who were fighting over one that one of them got. <laughs> and I said, maybe I'd better make some for the rest. <laughs> so I did. And then afterwards, my another great niece, Eilish, saw those and she said, can you make some of those for my class? <laughs> and I said, I'm sure I could. How many would you like? And she said, 23. I said, I have to buy more yarn, but I can do it. And my sister Patrice said that she'd be willing to get me more yarn. So I did it. I finished those hats just a few days ago, and I'm so excited about that. Oh, you got your own little business going, Beth, huh? Yeah, and even though with those particular ones, I gave them as gifts. But otherwise, most of the way lately, I've been wanting to sell hats and afghans i've got a great big afghan here i think there's a blue one and i've been trying to sell that one there was a lady here who told me that she wanted to buy it and then a few days later she said i'm not going to be able to buy it because my daughter's mad at me and i'm like i don't know what that has to do with the price of tea in china (laughs) i didn't say that but i thought this segment is brought to you by beth's knitting (laughs) Yeah, and yeah. some yarn, too. <laughs> and yarn, but it, yeah. But look at this. It keeps you busy, right, Beth? It right. does. I just started a new afghan and almost have 40 rows done on it, too. Just a baby afghan. You and my wife would get along great because she I, loves the knit. Oh, I love it. And I wonder if she knows how to splice yarn, too, because I always splice the yarn together instead of tying it in a knot. It, it looks, from what I hear, it looks better that way. This place gets knitted into the work, the thicker piece, and it's just beautiful. It's just so nice the way it all happens. Who taught you how to do all that, Beth? Actually, I learned from several people when I was in, um, after I got out of fifth grade, I was going to a day camp, and the person who was going to be our new camp director taught me how to do the knit stitch, and then on the few days before Labor Day, our, we, we still had a babysitter at our house, and her daughter would come over with her little girl or little babe and ask if she could babysit her, so that worked out nice. And I was talking to her, and I said, Bernie, do you know how to knit? And she said, I do. And I said, do you know how to purl? And she said, yes, I do. And I asked her if she could teach me how to purl, so she said, sure, I'll I'll teach you that. She just guided my hands a little bit. And right away, I was doing the pearl stitch. And, and I didn't, my mom used to do the pearls. She was purling, but she didn't know how to do the knit stitch. But it worked out so awesome that I could do both those things. And then my sixth grade teacher taught me how to cast on. And then a neighbor lady 
taught me how to cast off. I can't believe I can still remember all of this. And then when I was in the 10th grade at the Braille school, one of my teachers taught me how to increase and decrease stitches. That was kind of fun, too. Well, all I know, I, I can tell you only one thing, Beth, that Miss Margaret didn't like me, and I, I, I hated her, and we didn't get along, and she tried to teach me how to knit, and I purposely dropped all the stitches, and she, she, she said, just go, 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 don't bother, don't bother me now, and I, I never wow. knew again after that. <laughs> she sounded like a house parent that I couldn't stand. I want to say I didn't hate her, but I didn't care for her. Her name is Mrs. Rohde, and I wanted, oh, I wanted to slap her several times. First of all, I was eating a meal one night when we had our supper, and then I was e- I didn't eat all of my hot dish. I was gagging on it. I didn't mean to, but then I was eating my dessert. It was an ice cream bar, and Mrs. Rohde came over and asked me if I ate the hot dish. I ate some of the hot dish, and I said, I did. And she said, you need to take a couple more bites, and I did. And then I said, I just, I'm choking on it. I don't mean to. And she said, well, then you probably don't want your ice cream either. And she took the whole thing away. And oh, and not only that, she is one, oh, I hope it's okay to say this on the air, but before I came down, I found out that she had been playing doctor with some of the girls. And I'm thinking, that is not that, good. There was a lot more of that going on that you real, than you realized. Well, you know, I, I think believe of, it, Jeff. Oh, my God. Uh, all I could think of, and Tim would reckon we could, would get this in, on uh, the uh, Pink Floyd album. Um, what's the name of the album? I got I to gotta think of the uh, We No Need No Education. If you don't eat your meat, the how wall. do you have any of your pudding? The wall. <laughs> you, laddie, stand still, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Hey, Beth, I'm going to let you go because we do have some other people around whose hands are raised as well. <laughs> we all have a nice day. Thank you, Beth. Okay. And Don out in Hollywood, California, in the wilds of Hollywood, where the Oscars are going to be in March. Uh, North Hollywood, here, Jeff. North, oh, North Hollywood. Hollywood. North Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're close enough there, uh, 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 rock showing distance, I think, from from the regular Hollywood. Anyway, uh, I uh, wanted to get in here a little early because uh, uh, Sandy's uh, uh, phone is, uh, you know, a little uncertain as how much battery life that uh, she had on it. I think she, her batteries uh, died on her while we were waiting here, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a risk we, we run. Uh, so, but uh, I wanted to uh, to tell you, you know, some uh, stuff that we've had to deal with here lately. But uh, before I say that, uh, you guys have had a lot of good stuff to talk about here this morning. And uh, if I tried to enter into that, we'd be here for another half hour. So I'll just skip to the chase here. Uh, uh, she and I have, uh, she's been having problems with uh, uh, some itching. Um, she's been itching all over, you know, and uh, talking about the itchy witch, I guess. So we've had to go up to Kaiser a couple of times to see about it. We go over to their emergency care facility, and uh, so we've had to deal with that. And uh, they found out a lot of stuff that she was having problems with, but they didn't figure out what the itching problem was, so she still got it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Monday, of course, uh, we have this big rainstorm going on here uh, that we've had since uh, Sunday night. Uh, and... Uh, she had a, an ear appointment. She's she's uh, been having problems with her hearing, and we've tried to get Kaiser, you know, which is the facility we went to. Uh, we tried to get them to change it 
you know, the appointment and stuff because we knew the weather was going to close in on us, but uh, they wouldn't change it. They just wouldn't do it. So here I was, I was up early this, uh, early Monday morning trying to get over there to uh, uh, meet the uh, access vehicle and stuff like that. And uh, we had some real adventures. I, uh, I went over to the red line here, and I was going to get a bus to go up to, to her place. And uh, the problem with, if, with a person with eyesight, in, in when it's raining and there's a lot of glare on the ground and stuff, which we had, uh, it's really hard to see. Well, the next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm riding over to the bus, and as it turns out, thanks to the glare, I was going totally the opposite direction. But fortunately, I realized what was happening, so I, I turned, uh, turned around and went to the right direction and got the bus. Fortunately, the lady waited for me, and I'm glad she did. So we got over there, and uh, we got over to uh, uh, the Kaiser Permanente uh, facility there, and it was it was really coming down by that time the the, the rain was, and uh, fortunately I had a poncho with me. I was going to use it for me initially, but uh, the rain was so bad I had to put it on Sandy because uh, she was in a wheelchair and stuff, and uh, so I didn't want her catching pneumonia or something like that. So I managed to get that on her. So we we got into uh, the facility where the hearing test was uh, going to be made. And uh, we got the hearing test uh, taken care of, so forth. And then uh, she wanted to go back over to the emergency center. We'd been over there once before about her itching. So she wanted to do that. She was kind of going bonkers. So uh, we went over there. But unfortunately, we ran out of time. Um, uh, I was, I'm kind of her uh, director anyway uh, with, a, with the transportation. And uh, so I didn't want us to get stuck there in the middle of a rainstorm without any way home. As it was really coming down, like I said. So, although we made a start to go over there, and we even got to, to see a doctor there for briefly, but uh, the time got too short, so I pulled us on out of there and got us over to uh, uh, to where the access was, and I got her home, fortunately. Um, oddly enough, we, we, we actually did find out what the problem was with her itching. We haven't managed to solve it, I mean, as far as to stop it, but we think it's probably because of the opioids and some of the medicine she's taken. So okay. anyway, that's kind of my story uh, as, as brief because I know everybody wants to talk here today. So, uh, But that has been our real adventure. Uh, also, we did manage to find a social worker that's probably going to be a very big help to us in the near future with uh, some of her uh, medications and uh, sanitary products and things like that. So uh, the Lord's been good to us this week, that's for sure. Do they have people at the facility where she's staying to kind of help with some of this stuff, or they don't do that? Uh, oh, yeah, they they, uh, they help with some of the stuff. They could do better, though, but I think they, they suffer from a lack of personnel, uh, for one thing. But we found out that with the sanitary supplies, uh, uh, Medi-Cal can, can take care of that, fortunately. Uh, the meds are different. I, we still might have to get the meds ourselves somehow. And uh, there's a nursing uh, facility over in uh, the city of industry, which is way on the edge of town. And if we can get it so that they can send it to the meds over to either me or to the facility, uh, I don't mind buying them. It's only like 30 bucks or, you know, 30, 40 bucks a month. Uh, I don't mind doing that as long as they get the meds to her that she needs. True. 
get her, get her well, what she needs and that kind of stuff. And so all we can say is we're glad for all your good things that have happened this week. And, you know, you go yeah, through a lot. Yeah, we made it don't have pneumonia or bad colds or anything, fortunately. Yeah. Now, oh, that's when it comes good. to the itching, you guys didn't happen to your, uh, switch laundry soaps or anything like that, did you? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, um, uh, well, the, the reason I was asking is because, um, I bought some game pods one time and my wife itched all the time. And as soon as we, you know, I quit, you know, doing, uh, the game pods when it come to her laundry, you know, cause I want, it didn't bother me, but she itched. And when I quit doing that, then she quit itching. So that's why I was kind of wondering maybe laundry soap of some sort of fabric softener was, you know, a different kind was used. Well, I can uh, send them an email about that and ask them if they've changed their laundry uh, soaps lately. Uh, that's, a, that's a possibility, yes. I had a friend that took some diabetes medicine once, and that caused serious Thank aging. So uh, you bet. Never, never know. All right, Jeff. All right. Um, I phoned Julie to uh, unmute herself. Let's see if she can get on. Try that one more time. Oh. It, came, it came up somewhere else because when when they when you need to ask permission to unmute, it comes up another place. Oh. And okay. So so anyway, that, yeah, that's kind of how that works. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm here this morning, and everybody's. So, I've had a couple people ask about you. Oh my goodness! I can. I. Well, that's hard to believe. I know you were here last week, but you weren't. You didn't say anything, but you were here last oh, week. Go ahead, Julie. I didn't say anything last week, but yeah, I was here, um, and so um, so I'm I, and I'm I'm glad to be here today. So um, I got I guess I got in a little late. So I but I haven't heard that there's a particular topic or anything. Oh, what yet. we were talking about was if you went to a blind school or even a public school. Were there times that you were forced to eat something or you had to eat stuff you didn't like or what some of the uh, your memories from having to eat something? Maybe you exceptionally liked something. I don't know. It can be just the opposite way, too. But we were talking about the blind schools and their way of preparing some food that was just Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, the Awful. thing I could not tolerate was parsnips. Oh. Um, and they're and they're squir- that but they're and they're you know those winter squashes I couldn't tolerate them. I can I can eat the squashes now. I don't know if I could do parsnips, but I think they just boiled everything when it came to vegetables, pretty much. And I know I know when my grandparents had parsnips, I think they they kind of fried them in butter. I didn't try them and. And I think they knew I wouldn't want to. So, but what, what's um, the difference between summer squash and winter squash? Winter the squash is have kind of a harder shell. They're like the acorn squashes Ugh. or the butternut squashes. Okay. And the summer squashes, they have they're more soft skin, like zucchini uh, and yellow squash. Okay, because I've seen both, and I was just wondering what the difference was. <laughs> And and the and the summer squashes are a little more firm. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not quite so squashy. Um but when I got older I had squash in some ways that were you know, that were all right. 
Um, but I, I kind of, when it comes to squash, I usually kind of prefer the zucchini and the yellow squash. And, yeah. and then my dad grew, I think some spaghetti squashes had some of that. And one that has a skin that's kind of, you know, kind of bumpy, like a bell pepper. I don't know what it's called. Um, but my mom used to kind of take out the squash or take out the pulp of it and kind of use the skin as like a basket. And then she'd cream other kinds of squashes and put in there. Almost sounds um, like it'd be a um, green pepper. Yeah. But no, this it wasn't a green pepper, but it was a squash that kind of was bumpy. And I don't know what they called that one. And then there's one they call a patty pan or or so many toad squash. Um and, and they're all, those are all good. Um, and so, yeah, but parsnips, no, I could not, I could not handle parsnip. They smelled like, or they, well, they tasted like, uh, you know, they used to, I think, oil some of the floors in, in some schools, not our school like that, but <laughs> some of the public schools and that, and it, and the squat and the parsnips tasted like that smelled and they, oh my goodness, I was always afraid I was going to get sick if I had to eat any parsnip. Um, they didn't happen very often, thankfully. Um, I feel that way about broccoli. I mean, whenever my <laughs> wife, she loves broccoli, and whenever she cooks it, I always tell her to put her shoes back on because I always tease her that broccoli smells like dirty feet. <laughs> yeah, but broccoli is a good thing to eat and can help you not to get colon cancer. Uh, well, I don't I'll, take, eat- I'll take the vegetable tablets if I can get my broccoli and take that one yeah. here, put them in a smoothie. Yeah, you were going to say you take the colon cancer. No, 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 no. But you can eat broccoli raw as well. You don't have to cook broccoli, and I tried that once, and it is quite good. I do that with broccoli. Now it's kind of hard for me to eat raw broccoli and cauliflower, but I like it. I don't have broccoli nearly as often as I probably should. But did they force you to eat foods that you didn't like at the school? I mean, I mean, a lot of schools for the blind from people I know who've gone. If you don't like something, they don't, they don't care. You will eat it, and you will eat it all, or else you don't leave the table. Did you, did you have that problem when you went to school there? Um, we did have a server who wanted us to have take some of everything and try <sighs> it. But I don't remember getting having a big a lot of trouble with it. I mean, I tried something, and if it was gaggy, I didn't want to eat it. And I I didn't always eat very much. It was it was. I probably would not have been here for very long if I hadn't gone home every weekend and had my mom and my grandma, both my grandmas, cooking. Um, so otherwise, I, and when I started to school, I weighed thirty pounds. And so I and um, my grandpa would weigh me every weekend when I came home. And he was just so excited and thrilled when I finally got up to 35 pounds. Very good, Julie. Well, we have some other people that raise hands. How's, how are you and Ralph doing? You guys doing okay? Oh, we're doing okay. Yeah. Nobody's ever been excited about me weighing more. <laughs> I, I was always, you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight. Now, the, well, other thing I didn't, the other thing I, I couldn't stand was Brussels sprouts, and I tried to give them to the dog, and the dog wouldn't eat them. Oh, I don't like Brussels sprouts either. I've only had them once when they weren't bitter. Yeah. Jeff, there's a message. Did you want me to read it, or um, did you want uh, to read on. it? Hold on. It's from Ellen, yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple Oh, and she was telling about about the hamburgers that tasted like rubber, and she said they were horrible, she said. All right, <laughs> Julie, thank you. Uh-huh. It's good to hear from you. 
Oh, what? Alright, Ed, do you want to read it? We got it? Bill, we got Bill. You want, you want Bill first? I, I, I asked Bill to unmute, but Bill, we got, I, want, well, I want to make sure Karen Tim, gets it as well. Tim's got calls, do, too. Tim's got calls, oh. Jeff. Just okay, hold then, on. do that, Bill. Sorry. Settle him Go down ahead. a little bit. Yeah, just, ahead, he's Tim. down. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Alright, here we go. We're talking about microwaves right now. This is Paul from Kalamazoo. I don't know what the temperature is. Um, I ordered, gave myself a Christmas present. I ordered from Three Blind Mice Mart a talking microwave oven, and I love it. Uh, it's a little pricey. It's about 400 and some odd bucks, but Dale does give you terms. Uh, three or four $70 payments. And initial and and an initial down payment of I don't I don't remember what it was it was a little bit more than seventy but it's it's well worth it. Now you're talking about washers because I just heard one guy say pink underwear. Oh, <laughs> I did that before too, <laughs> but it wasn't the washers' fault; it was mine. <laughs> okay, have a good day. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Any more calls, Tim? I'm glad he enjoys. Yep. He's got one more. Just, hold on, Jeff. We're going to get Karen first. Okay. After Tim. Oh, okay. Good morning, Coffee Club crew and everybody. Uh, this is Debbie and Lafayette. Um, I was thinking about getting on Zoom, but I got work to do. But before I run some errands with a friend, anyway. Um, my first comment is the food at the Indiana School for the Blind. Yuck. <laughs> Corned beef hash. Oh. That was the most gross thing. It smelled like the canned dog food my parents fed our Cocker Spaniel Smokey. Yuck. The best thing was French fries and baked potatoes. Mrs. Roberts, one of our house parents, I don't know what she did, but she could somehow butter those baked potatoes or something and make them taste so good. Um, anyway, uh, other comments. I'm considering getting Hulu. If I get the one with ads, which is the cheapest, would it still have the audio described uh, programming on it? Um, I have Netflix and uh, that one with ads. Um, yeah, I'm considering a couple more TV services. Anyway, um, hope everyone has a great day, and we'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Just a, yeah, that was Debbie and Lafayette. And just a few things, Debbie. Number one, you'd still be able to get the described videos. That that wouldn't take that away, even if you had the one with the ads. The trouble is, you don't get the local TV. I don't believe with that um, ad sir You know, the one with the ads, Jeff, at twelve dollars or thirteen or fifteen a month. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I can't answer the question because I don't have it. But I'll take a look at, at that term. Actually, but, I can answer that question. But go, go ahead. ahead. No, well, I'll let Bill finish. No, you first, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ed. Um, go ahead, go Hulu, um, the first thing I want to say to Debbie was is if, you know, depending upon your phone carrier, if you have uh, cell service through T-Mobile, you can get all that stuff, Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV for free. Um, but uh, as far as Hulu, the they got the service where it has the commercials. They have another one without commercials. And then they got one that's live TV, and that's, you know, right around 70-some dollars a month. And then you can get some of your, uh, you can get your local channels with that, you know, or 
close to your proximity anyway. Like here in Lima, I don't know if it would have Lima or if I would end up going to Toledo or something like that. You know, it depends where they, you know, what's available. Maybe Fort Wayne, but Hulu is is a nice service, but all you're going to get is some of the national stuff, and I don't know how much you would get of that even at that package. Jeff's going to check that out, but you won't get the local. I think you have an antenna anyway, so maybe that wouldn't be of concern to you. And the ads don't really bother me. Some people get all bent out of shape about the ads, but... Uh, they don't bother me either. <laughs> they don't bother me as long as they don't turn them up way louder than the show you were watching. There's an app called News On, and you can, you know, more than likely watch. I mean, it doesn't show like the TV shows, but you can catch your local news. You know, like if it's on at six. And the one thing I don't like about that app is that the commercials are extremely loud. You know, like my wife and I would be sitting there watching like Columbus or Toledo or something, and I'd turn it up so we could hear the news, and then all of a sudden, you know, they go into commercial break, and then they have their own ads, and those things about chase you out of the room. So I up and down, up and down, and I thought they were supposed to fix that. Yeah. Well, they haven't. No. Want to get Karen? Let's get Karen in first, and then we'll get Bill. Go ahead, Karen. Yeah. Um. Yes, I could tell you about a hundred food stories, but I won't <laughs> really get into that. Uh, yes, Georgia had the school had a corned beef hash. It was terrible. <laughs> but first of all, Karen, how are you? Do, how are you feeling, Karen? Because we're really concerned about you. Much better. I, I did leave a message for you, Bill, but yes, I may I, have gotten the wrong number. No, no, you got <laughs> it, and I was going to call you back, and oh, we've been concerned, and I didn't want to say you know i didn't want to share anything on the air until i talked to you directly you know but yeah. i just wanted to make because yeah. no i'm i'm uh doing much better are you back at home now are you still at your dog i am back at home oh i didn't ever go into the hospital really uh they had g- gave me the surgery and i went on to my daughter's house from there that day wow yeah I had to have a drain for about 10 days, but that my daughter helped me with that while I had it. And uh, so I stayed with her all the time I had that. Well, it's a nice thing to have kids or somebody thinks enough of you to help you out instead of shipping you off to a home or someplace, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) But, no, I've been back at my apartment for several weeks now. But I've had various appointments with uh, doctors or tests or something. But I'm doing uh, okay. Uh, I'm just, uh, they just added the doctor that I was referred to uh, put me on a hormone blocking medicine. And I take that once a day. It's a little bitty pill. So that for right now, that's all I have to do. Well, that's a good thing. It hopefully is. You won't have, very much. Hopefully you won't have bad side effects from that hormone. Cause I hope not. So far, I haven't. Well, I hope you don't. I know someone that takes had to take that, and she had a little trouble with it for a while. She got depressed yeah. and things like that. And yeah. Uh, so far, it hasn't... Uh, adversely affected me 
as far as the food goes, I had a house mother, and uh, and this was when I was at Georgia, and I was uh, older and could advocate for myself. And, but she had worked before she worked with us. She worked at a Masonic children's home, and she saw another house mother or teacher or whatever staff member made a girl eat little girl eat something and needless to say uh it came back <laughs> and she said she would never make a child eat anything that they didn't wish to eat but they used to do that all the time i remember they oh, did I that did. with me with sweet potatoes and i've never liked them to this day so you used to have oh. to take three bites of it before you could even eat something we had to eat the whole like plate that. Oh, and, and you have to eat the whole plate. Oh, and I remember taking a restriction for a whole week because I wouldn't eat that plate. So I said, well, I make well, me I remember st- getting. I remember getting sick in my plate once because they made me eat three bites of liver. And I told oh. her I would get sick if I ate it. And then she got mad at me because I got sick at the table. Yo. Well, what do they expect? And Fridays if was my know. favorite day. Go ahead, Karen. Well, they, and the schools, was, they didn't know any better back then. Now they, could get, they couldn't get away with doing that anymore. No. Oh, no. They couldn't. No. <laughs> and my Friday was, was my favorite time. You know why, Karen? Because they, why? my mother knew I hated fish cakes, and I hated fish sticks. <laughs> and so I wouldn't <laughs> eat them. And my mom said, well, guess where we're going? I said, where? I said, we're going to White Castle because I know you'll love those hamburgers. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and, and, and White Castle like is much like Chris. Big boy. Right, and it's also like crystals. If you're if you're familiar with crystals uh, out in yeah. Georgia, I I've been to Augusta and they and I've been they White Castle hamburgers taste a lot like crystals. They they both taste very like, much. You very much like crystals. Very similar. I don't know what the difference. We would get these boxes with White Castle burgers in them, and they're shaped. They're and they got much the same uh, ingredients on them. Well, number one, we're so glad that you're back home and you're sounding good, sound just as sharp as ever, and that's a good, good, good thing, but I've saved your phone number, so I'm going to take advantage of it. Oh, yes, call me any time that you... Well, I I didn't want to bother you, and I kept thinking, when's going to be a good time? But I've been doing this thing seven days a week, and I've been, been busy lately, but not too busy to talk to you. Oh, so, well. And, and we, we are concerned about you because we know you love all things radio and, and you love the coffee club. We do. And, so, so we're, we're glad that you're on the band. I've been listening to podcasts. I, I download the podcasts on my Victor Reader device, and uh, I've been catching up on some podcasts. Well, I'm going to give you a ton of podcasts to catch up on. Our podcast caster just got fixed for the coffee club that I fixed was it yesterday, the day before, sometime? But it's all working now, so okay. You're well, now, get a ton when of is them. the show? When is the show where you're going to announce the changes? That probably on to? probably on Friday when we do the 1962 tribute on Friday at four o'clock. The Friday flashbacks. Oh, good. Okay, I'll be sure to listen to that. Yeah, it won't be significant significance but there'll be some changes we're trying to be more accessible and more easy ways to get in contact with us and make your request and karen this 
probably wouldn't affect you, but Connie just made, came in and said she had Kulu with ads and they do get local TV. So I stand corrected there. They at one time didn't, but supposedly, I'm going to go check that out. But she said they do get local content, at least in the Kalamazoo market. So I would presume that would be everywhere. But we'll check that out and give an update because that can save some folks a lot of money. You know? Um, No, I'm doing, uh, the only thing different is that if I feel like I need to sleep, I just sleep when I can. I don't blame you. And so I would not take that personal if I called you because you would call back. So it's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal mm-hmm. at all. I didn't want to disturb. So, oh, you know, but no. when you, you got to sleep, sleep while the iron is hot, you know, because we have right. enough trouble sleeping anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we have so enough trouble I, If sleep. I feel like I need rest, that's what I do is rest and that's a good thing so you doing your own cooking or do they have the meals uh they we have meals here we've got a new vendor and they have uh better food it's just that i just can't eat it all sometimes so you can't eat five plates of food now you only eat two <laughs> that's about yeah. it yeah <laughs> well that's I good mean, it's yeah I was going to mention, you're talking about new vendors and stuff. uh, Years ago when I was in college, I ended up being on the uh, choose the vendor for the cafeteria committee. And (laughs) it was fun. We got to test all kinds of foods. And, of course, they always made it seem way better than it ended up being. (laughs) (laughs) I remember some of the guys that worked there and some of the people, the manager told me, said, I wouldn't eat this stuff. How do we expect you to eat it? So <laughs> there's a good thing you can't see it. I used to eat off campus a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. Now, my college had very good food in the uh, student center. Oh, my goodness. Uh, down at Evansville University, we went there for a short bit in that college program. They had the best food in their cafeteria. I mean, it was good. If it could all be like that, that was some serious good food. Yeah, and you only want to go to the WFLI record hop when you were a kid, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I didn't live in the Chattanooga area, so. (laughs) But we played Doctor. I've heard about those. Hey, we featured Atlanta last week, WQXI, didn't we? Yes, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed that. I'd heard it before, but I didn't mind hearing it again. Well, you brought got back to. a lot of memory. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because well, I really we, enjoyed that one too. Karen, you take care of yourself, and I will make that promise call. All right, because I got you. you a place saved. Yeah, thank you, Karen. All right, take care. Hey, um, Bill, do you do you um want to talk a little bit about the BT speak? Oh, I'll take just a second. I know we got callers. We went to a presentation the other night, and it's about a B-Speak, and it's a new, it's a resurrection of similar software to the old Braille-and-Speak. That could almost be another topic here on the, I was never wild about the Braille-and-Speak, but there was a lot of people like the Braille-and-Speak in Braille light because I didn't like the speech on it, but 
There's people that could not use computers, just loved the old Braille and Speak. Well, they've come out with the new one, something similar, and it's you can buy the basic model for seven ninety five, or you can buy a pro model for eleven ninety five. And these prices were seven ninety five back in back in um, nineteen eighty seven when it was released. But it's a slimmer. It's only about the third of the size of the original Brill and Speak. So I myself, I don't know that I would have a use for it personally, but some people might. So search on in Google for Tech Talk, maybe later in the week, replays for Tech Talk, and you will be able to listen to that presentation from Dean Blasey and David Goldfield, and there was another guy on there was good. So it was similar. Any other reflections real quick, Jennifer? Well, and it seems like it has a lot of the, I think they're going to keep working on it and, and doing things with it. And it, one of the things they brought back is the, is the cool calendar that the Braille and Speak in those devices had was, oh, they called it a smart calendar. And you could, the cool thing about it was you could ask it like, what day is July 15th in 2015? And it would be able to tell you what day of the week it was going to be. Or 1905, could, whatever the date was, you could yeah, feature it. Yeah, that was it. one thing, and it was pretty cool that you could... But I don't, I'm not a big fan of eSpeak. They use Deck Talk also on the thing. I haven't used Deck Talk in years and years and years. So, but it's not a bad thing device you know the heritage of it so it would be a good device well we better get back to jeff and the calls all right bill you're you're up next and you've been waiting a while quite a while go ahead Bill. <laughs> that's okay that's all right now i listen to it uh well let get to the subject first bill talked about the school food at isb <laughs> we were in isb uh i was i started in 51 and i was never forced to eat anything uh, they had servers, and if you wanted it, you took it. If you didn't want it, you didn't take it on your plate. If you didn't like it, you, didn't, you weren't ever forced it to changed. eat the food. Yeah. But I remember uh, it was probably about 1958 or something like that, because it was near. I was getting near the eyes in high school. Maybe it was 58 somewhere around there. They served one day. They served chili one night for dinner, mm. and the chili came out. And as soon as we walked in the dining hall, I knew there was something wrong, just the way the place smelled. So. We, at that time, we had already started, at least in the older boys' dorm, a dorm, which was mainly all high school. Uh, we started a system where we did family style. The food is put on the table, and you serve yourself. And we always had, well, usually the table worked out. We had at least one or two partials of the table or so, and maybe the others couldn't see or could see a little. But the deal was, you had one week to learn how to serve yourself. We would help you. That was one of the guys at one of the table. We would help the people that couldn't see it all serve their food if they had trouble. You had one week to learn that. After that, if you couldn't serve yourself or cut your food up, you didn't eat. If you wanted a piece of meat, you had to pick it up with your hand and eat it because we would not cut it. And we wouldn't let the staff help you cut it because the idea was when you get out in life, you got to learn how to do this stuff. They're not going to do it for you when you get out. And get out of school and get into what we call the real world. But this back to this chili, we we, we dipped it up, tasted it, 
and what happened? The hamburger had been spoiled. So we, they, they told us, well, we're either going to take chili or Spanish rice. Well, three of us got up. Uh, three, three of us older got up. We took the whole stuff, took it in the kitchen, and dumped it in the garbage can. And the superintendent at that time was a guy named Lambert. He, he called me in because I was the one that really instigated the throwing the stuff away. And he said, what do you mean throwing the food away? I said, look, I said, Mr. Lambert, I'm going to tell you one thing. Would you rather had me throw the food away or you'd have had over 90-some students sick or had food poisoning or tomain poisoning? Which would you rather had? And he looks at me and he said, here I go, smart. He used the word A, not Alec, but the other word. And I said, well, if you want to call me that, that's okay. But that's my opinion. I turned around and walked out of his office. He never said, you're excusing me. And I turned around and walked off. Never had any trouble after that. But no, we, 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 they, as far as the food and stuff, they cooked it. But we they had pretty good stuff. We had, like, we'd have roast beef once in a while. We'd have, well, they had liver and onions. Everybody, for some reason, everybody has served liver, liver and onions, which I don't mind liver and onions. I can eat it. But they would, uh, you can always tell when the school board is meeting because that day for lunch, they would serve fried chicken, mashed potatoes, mm. gravy, yeah. and usually some kind of veg- some vegetable. But but no, we I was never that I know of. They never forced even the small the small boys' dorm or even the girls. They never forced anybody to eat the food. If you if you didn't eat, that was your problem. You went hungry. You had to wait till the next meal. They didn't care. I mean, if you didn't want to eat, that was your problem. You wanted to waste away and not eat. They didn't worry about that. I guarantee you they did in our time. I can guarantee it. Huh. Yes. When did you start, though, Bill? When but I started start? in 59, but this wasn't until yeah. I got to junior high. It, by then right. it had changed, and you either had to yeah, eat so it. You, you, had a, you, had a different, you had a whole different staff right. at that time. Yeah, because they changed, because that's when the new superintendent, uh, Hutchinson, came in in the fall of 59. But if anything, the food got worse over the years. Yeah, it got worse over the the years. A lot of the the kitchen staff quit, because when Lambert quit, they quit. And a lot of the house mothers or house parents, they all quit. And so they had a whole new regime come in there, I know, at that time, because I knew uh, people didn't graduate until... 61. But today yeah. they couldn't get by with that stuff. You oh, no, couldn't, get, you couldn't sit there and force no, uh-huh. kids to eat no. food like that. I'm not saying they shouldn't try it, but you can't even right. really do that so yeah, much. Yeah, because see, when, when uh, in 56 they started the girls' side when they built a house for the superintendent because he had one of the buildings, uh, they started a because Claudette was one of the, she was the first one in there, and she was there until she graduated, her and Geraldine and some of the others. But they started like a home act. They lived in that building, and they had to take care of it just like their house. They had to do their own cleaning. Uh, the only thing they didn't cook was lunch because they didn't have time to come from class and cook lunch. On the weekends, they cooked lunch, but uh, they had well, to but it, own breakfast. It seemed, yeah. Right, so, I mean, it was, so they, they lived just like they was in their own home, and they... But they um, had to do their own cleaning, their own... Who could get by business. with what they got by with? They had a girl's stairs and a boy's stairs, and only the girls well, were... Well, yeah, well, that, that was, you that couldn't, was started you, way back when... You can't yeah, that pull was, that nonsense yeah, that was no started, more. That was started way back. There used to be a principal named Winery. He's the one that started that. Uh, right, but that... Because 
his, and I knew him. I knew him, and he was he was something else. And you can't I, do that kind of he stuff. He and I had a round once, right? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Who didn't you have a round with, Bill? It sounds like you were were up uh, combative with all the staff that you didn't get along with. Well, no, I just I just uh, expressed my opinion. In other words, I didn't. You know, I, I thought what I wanted. Just like, for example, when I was hired, my first job, the only job I ever had in my life, was at the work at the as a, you know massage physical therapist at the uh, club here in Chicago. And I went in and interviewed with the guy head of the department. And so then he said, well, you got to talk to the manager. So I went up and talked to the manager. He looked at my application. Of course, I told him where I went to high school on the application, told him where I went to, you know, going to the school for massage and physical therapy and that. And he knew all that. And he said, well, he said, I see you went to the Indiana School for the Blind. I said, yes. He said, well, how well can you see? At that time... I was just, my vision, I just couldn't get, I couldn't read the last four lines to get a driver's license because I had cataract surgery and a corrective and that stuff. Well, anyways, I, I said, I was sitting in front, in a chair in front of him at a desk, and I looked up on the wall, and I said, oh, it's 10.35. And he said, he said, oh, well, you can see the clock. I said, okay. And he said, well, what happens if you trip on the step? I said, well, if I trip on the step, that's my fault. But I said, if I step on something on the step that you're supposed to have perfect eyesight and you stepped on it, you didn't see it, you stepped on it, fell down the stairs and broke your leg, I said, it'd be the same with me. If there was something on the step that was supposed to be there and I stepped on it and I didn't notice it, just like you didn't notice it, I would fall and break my leg. I said, sue you. I would sue you all the way to the hill. I said, it put you out of business. And he said, he said to me, he said, you're damn frank, aren't you? I said, you're right. He said, you're hired. So I never had any problem even at work. I mean, I just, you know, even the manager. You know, the manager called me into a lot of meetings, even the board meetings. He called me in for a lot of stuff because I was, because when they started doing this law where they had to braille everything, all these rooms and hotels and all that stuff, do the ADA, I was the official inspector for the university club, the CAA club, and the Illinois Athletic Club. Uh, I inspected all of them for their their, their symbols and signs and stuff. So, I never really had any trouble with anything like that. But that was my, my dealing with the food. But, worse, but uh, make you feel bad, Bill, I got down to a low of 50 degrees last night. Yeah, we're supposed to get to 60-some today. Yeah. And it's... And, you know, last weekend, you guys had four inches of snow in Indianapolis. Yeah, there did we you know go, that? yeah. During the All-Star, during yeah, the All-Star game. Yeah, that's true, they did. Yeah my, niece, yeah, my niece worked the All-Star game. She was one of the volunteers. She said, I got stuck outside. And she sent a picture of my daughter standing in the snow. Outside the, the stadium there where they played the All-Star game. Of course, the week before that, she with she worked at the Super Bowl. Yeah, she she volunteers for us. She worked the Super Bowl. She was in Las Vegas the week before for the Super Bowl. Yeah, all right, Jeff. We got to move along for a minute because we got somebody on the hotline. All right, well, Bill. Thank you very much, Bill. From the area code three one six. Thank you, Bill. So, caller, come on in. Okay, and hit star, hit star six to unmute. Star six on your if you phone. need to unmute yourself, if you need to. Star six on your phone to unmute. If you're muted, star six. We'll give them a few seconds. 
We need the Jeopardy music. And FYI, Joe has his hand raised again, too. I know. So. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if we've got other callers, Jeff, let's go to them. Because... We only have we only have Joe. That's it right now. Bill, okay, uh, Bill... we'll give him just a second. We'll give him. I'll give you one more second, and then I'll put I'll put Joe in, and then we'll see what happens here. Yeah, area code 316, make sure that you're unmuted star six on your phone. Well, let's go to Joe. Go ahead, Joe. We know you're unmuted. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning. The the lovely cable company had an outage, and of course, knocked us out of Zoom. Huh. <laughs> oh, man. Even on yes. Wednesday. Anyway, Minnesota Braille and Safe Saving School, we didn't save any site, but as... Walter Kramer would say on Saturday, we're having hash again. <laughs> and he and I would listen to Top 40 Radio KDWB for a couple hours on, on, on Saturday. I graduated in 1962. He graduated in 1964. And we both would have our dreams of working in radio when actually we both did at different times. But uh, anyway, hash on Saturday. It wasn't wasn't too bad. But, uh, they, they had to do something with the leftover. <laughs> what about the rest of the week? The rest of the week was all all, all good. Nothing nothing. Uh, what what I what I enjoyed? Chocolate pie and chocolate pudding. Chocolate kid. And then we had the last couple years of the life at the Braille School. They had the first Wednesday of every month. They would celebrate birthdays. You'd have a a, a candle and, and and a piece of cake by 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 the plate. And since since my birthday was in August, it would be in September. They started that in either 1959 or 1960. But yeah, the food the food the food, in my opinion, wasn't wasn't that bad. Of course, I'm I'm actually easier to please that way. Maybe some other opinions wouldn't be. <laughs> well, I got I got some advice for you. If if Ellen has has cooked you food and and she says she wants you to help clean the dishes, say, "But my hands, Ellen, they just aren't working right today. They're so weak." <laughs> so did they ever put Did they ever put hey, yeah. candles on your birthday cake, Joe? Yeah, just one candle. If if what what one candle with the with the with the little. Yeah, did they ever put the one on there that when you blew it out, it came back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the trick candle. Oh, I got a trick yes. candle story you. Yes, you're right, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey uh, Joe, or actually, Ellen, I guess you're there. You could answer. What kind of ring do you have on your left hand? Because that thing sticks out. It's like It looks almost like it's a turquoise ring or something. It is. It is. Um, I, I, I saw it when you were there in the background. It's like, wow, she's got one heck of a rock on her hand or something yeah. there. No, it, this, um, it's an inheritance from my dad. When, when he passed away in 2011, my stepmother was handing out things, and she gave me this, handed me this ring, and she said, this might fit you. So, um, but it, yeah, it's it a looks, turquoise stone. Yeah, it looks like you could wear it on two hands. It's pretty good size. I could it wear really- I could wear this on either hand, but I cho- I just choose to put it on my left hand. There you go. And I'm 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 going to see an orthopedic surgeon on on the 29th. Arthur Uncle Arthur came in. And I got I got a a a, a crippled finger. So we'll see what the ortho specialist. You want to evict Uncle Arthur? Yes, I I, I want to evict Uncle Arthur. Shame on you, Uncle Arthur. Yeah, because he hurts. <laughs> well, Joe, Ellen, I mean, I I give you guys such a hard time, and it's amazing you put up with me. That's true. <laughs> it's amazing we all put up with you. No, I, know. I get it. Believe me. All right. Well, we better we better get a we've got. 
I couple was just three tell colors. You the, Go yeah, ahead. Chip, I was just going to tell you the doghouse is open if you'd like to walk in. Yeah, I've been in there many times. Don't worry about it, Ellen. It's been it's been my my it's best companion open, sometimes. So. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Ellen. <laughs> well, thank All you right. Well, looks like we got. Let's try the hotline one more time. Caller, can you hear us, please? I guess we'll give him one more chance. Shows are here, but so we'll take care of that. Okay, the good Actually, Bill, I have a question for you. Yes. Well, and you don't have to answer now. Sometimes, like, if you want to talk or whatever, you know, you may not want to answer this on the air, but how did your alumni association feel of the merger of the two schools? It doesn't matter how they feel. It, well, yeah, I, I mean, know, but I'm yeah, like, I mean, you know what I mean. Seriously, it doesn't matter. They're going to do it anyway. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know, it doesn't I, matter. I'm, I'm sure it's mixed to opposed, but when they're spending this many hundreds of millions of dollars to do that, they don't really care what we think. They're going to do it anyway. Oh, I. The, I, I completely agree with you because I mean, so it's you know, not a matter of they're they trying keep... to make it sound. They're trying to keep everybody at peace, though, when they're trying to reassure everybody that the deaf school will be completely separate from the blind school. But I secretly think that that'll last maybe the first year or so, and then they'll slowly just merge them because they'll have to have two staff. Two different sets of staff and two of everything if they keep them all separate. And it just doesn't, if they're really doing it to save money, how's that going to save them that much right. money? So, no. Well, that's but... like with my alumni association. Um, our principal, at our, or not principal, our superintendent at the school, she's actually superintendent over both schools. You know, the school for the blind and the deaf school. Right now, they're separate. But it would not surprise me if sometime down the road, you know, they don't merge. Right, but your alumni wouldn't have anything to do with it. I oh, mean, I know. I know that. Yeah. I mean, and I think everybody knows that. I was just curious about yeah. what, you know, your alumni association thought but, of it. I they, mean, I know they, how mine feels about it. But. Right, but there's nothing they can do about it, unfortunately, and we don't have the clout to do anything about it. Now we're just like a little, um, yeah. you know, a little small yeah. organization. Right. I mean, to our 100 people compared to what they think, they don't even let us stay at the school or they make it so prohibitive that we can't afford it when they charge several hundred dollars a night. I mean, wow. thousands. See, ours, ours is amazing because, I mean, we were almost, you know, I don't want to say on the outs with them, but... You know, we're we're in pretty good with them now, and they really like it when our association, you know, comes and stays at the school. And they make it very reasonable, you know, as far as, like, boarding and, you know, the lodging and the meals and stuff. And I've had a couple people ask me, well, do you think the prices are going to go up this year? And I said, well, have you been into the grocery store in the last couple of years? I mean, obviously, right. it's probably going to go up. Right, but, well, you know, when you we, pay ten or $15,000 a weekend, that's a lot of money. So, are you talking about for the whole organization? Right. I'm talking yeah. about for the whole organization to, to stay there. You know, $10,000, that's a lot of money. You know, we didn't even come close to that back, you know, a couple of years ago. No. 
So, hey, Milwaukee Dick, what's going on with you out there in Wisconsin? Hello, everybody. Speak up a little. We can hardly hear you. Try it now. Go ahead. I okay. I have to chime in about the. uh, (laughs) That's a pretty good one. School. Yeah. I went. I went to Bell School, and uh, they had egg salad. Salad. Oh. And I wouldn't eat it. The principal came down down there. This is Patrick and she made me eat it, and I got sick. And to this day, I've never eaten egg salad. We had that experience a couple. I love omelets. Yeah. But egg salad. Oh. I don't like egg salad. I, I never liked it from day one, and I don't like peas unless they're raw. And I and I'll continue to say that for the day I die. Ah, peas are good. We have peas on occasion. So what um, else is going on, Richard? Oh, um, well, you know, it's supposed to be in the, in the 60s next week. Uh, it's going to be 50 today. And uh, yeah, I talked to Mary Callen, uh, Bill, and she had some uh, cancer surgery. She had part oh. of her lung removed. Oh my. She's doing okay. And, yeah, she's doing okay though. And she, uh, um, she moved no again. Here, I think in six months. Uh, I mean, no, she still lives in the same place. Oh, okay. Same place. Yeah. And you know, what else I talked to, I talked to a uh, Marianne. Uh, oh, if, how is, is she retired yet? No, she's working part time as a CR. And what, a, is she married Marianne? No, no, she's not. Yeah. She got her own place out in the way out in the boonies. I didn't yeah, know so, if she um, still lived with her daughter or somebody. No. No, no, she's by herself. Yeah, her ex-husband died, and uh, I'll tell you about that some other time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, do we have a recipe today? We have no, oh. we have no recipe no today. The, oh, no. the recipe people are holding out to go on strike for more money. So until we either pay them, there will be no more recipes, I don't think. We'll see what happens next week. Ah, so you know, I know, Bill, you're a pretty rich guy. You can afford to, uh, I know what, uh, I know that you know, Tim's salary got tripled uh, last time I heard. And uh, I'm sure that uh, Ed there has probably had, has a big increase. I think you should give him a nice raise. You think it so? Got, <laughs> it got I tripled think, and yeah. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> That's because Laura took it off. What do they call those people when I somebody's on strike and they bring somebody else in to take scabs, their place? Yeah. What are they scab, yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm a scab. You're a I'm scab. a scab. The only other thing that I would tell you is maybe they will, who knows, maybe we'll get them back. I don't know. You never know. But there's nothing we can do about that. But there is no recipe today. So... We just kind of have to have to three fifty for one hour. Three fifty. There's your recipe. That's meatloaf. Three fifty for an hour. Three fifty for an hour. But you didn't say what to put in that meatloaf turkey. What do you well, put in that meatloaf? Yeah, I guess you could put that in too. You can put ground turkey. <laughs> no, no, please, for goodness' sakes, don't put turkey in meatloaf. Yeah, I know that's a that's a cardinal sin. You got to have beef. That's for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Somebody came here and served beans. Can you imagine beans, ham and beans? Instead, they used turkey parts for the ham and the beans. Oh, that's oh, gross. That was That's like gro- white chili. I think white chili is oh, gross, yes. That's, yeah. And that is gross. So I guess worse than turkey bacon, though. Oh. oh, turkey bacon's right up there, too. Right when, you, when you put it in the microwave and you can smell the feathers. I yeah. call it Alpo. 
Yeah. The other one, that vegetable hamburgers. I tried that once. Those are horrible, too. Oh, yeah, I don't like. I used to go to the summer camp, and they didn't have anything neat. It was all, you know, synthetic or whatever you want to call it. And trust me, I lost so much weight that week. You know, I mean, it was just nasty. One of the things we're going to talk about in future weeks, I've, maybe I've missed out on it. I've never understood it. But I keep hearing the people from Pennsylvania and maybe New York. They keep talking about these summer camps for the blind, like Beacon Lodge and what, Pennsylvania and something else. Jeff went to Camp Wakanambi or... Whatever uh, I hate it. I hate it. We'll talk about that some other time because yeah. my parents understood where I was coming from. So yeah, I don't know why those camp places are so big for adults who are sixty, seventy who go sit in the cabin, listen to the radio, do what they would do at home. But I guess they can do it with other blind people. So you guys will have to win me over on that argument. What what the strengths of that are? I guess we're almost out of time, aren't we? It's So. Uh, we'll see you on the podcast, and I see Tim pacing there in the background. Yeah, he's pacing, <laughs> waiting. I'm going to put a camera on my thing, Ed, so you can see the Florida studio. Okay. And then Jeff will get a camera, and then we'll go on to... No, no. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I've seen Jeff's Facebook profile picture, and every time I look at it, it scares the tar out of me. Don't you get all excited me. when you see his soft hands? That's right. Well, he, he's got that well hidden. It's just you know, like uh, on his Facebook, it's a picture of him from you know, like maybe like the middle part of his chest and up, and he's got this... I'm in my kitchen. On. Yeah, well, in- well, if you're in your kitchen, you're just standing there. You're not doing anything as usual in the kitchen. But you, can't, you got a bright, uh, a striped shirt on. That's right. And that's an old photo. It's been around for a long time. It's been probably what's been up there since I've been on Facebook, uh, Ed. So it's been that's a while. true. And you know when you wear striped shirts, when the stripes go, is it? Uh, yeah, it's when stripes go horizontal, they're supposed to make you look bigger. Yours that's is, right. The mine um, might have vertical. I, I know yeah, yours are vertical. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to have a. Well, I want to say hi to the caller in the hotline room. I don't think you're going to talk because I haven't heard you. But so, I'll say hi to them. But you guys all have a great week, everyone. And Tim, you have a great show. And see if we can do something to mess it up. But. <laughs> We already have. <laughs> yeah, we've already messed it up a little bit. So, anyway, have a great one, buddy. Take right, care. Thanks, Jeff. Easy. You have no problem. Bye bye.